Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Here. Garrett K. Jones. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I took your I took your thunder. No, you your didn't. You're fine. You're totally fine. Uh, it's all good. How's everybody out there in the galaxy? I'm. I've, we had rain over the weekend here, which uh, is nice. It cleared up the air a lot and mm-hmm. uh, brought a nice chill. I actually had ice on my windshield this morning, or hey. some level of frost. It was. Yeah. It was enough that I needed to let my car sit for a little bit. Yeah, we uh, we had a little rain today. It's uh, getting cool. It's fall here in the Midwest. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a. Uh, uh, Pretty good weekend, pretty good week so far. Um, get ready for Thanksgiving here in America. Um, any plans for Thanksgiving? I'm going to eat a lot of pie. That's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> actually, we've got family coming in. My sister's flying in tonight from uh, from New York. My brother's coming in from Reno on Wednesday. My aunt's going to be in town. Um, so I have a question. Uh, did your brother ever shoot a man just to watch him die in no, Reno? Uh, not in Reno, but I mean, he, he's played lots of Halo. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I've been uh, one of his victims. <laughs> <laughs> you do get you do get the line right. Yes, I do. Shot Mary. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So Thanksgiving, it, I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be it's going to mm-hmm. be a nice uh, holiday. I hope. Um, yeah. I uh, it's I, I just enjoy it because it's a ton of food and yes, usually always very very good food. It is. Although it is. we're stuck with way more turkey than we actually need. Well, I'm going over to uh, aunt my aunt and uncle, my wife's uh, not my wife, but my um, my mom's uh, sister's house. My aunt and uncle. Uh, he's going to grill a turkey nice. uh, on the grill and uh, just have a, a good time with good food and the usual. But we are here to talk about a, a franchise we are very thankful for. Um, yes. Star Speaking Wars. Gratitude. Yes. Uh, and to do something that, again, should not be, I don't think will be controversial at all. Um, if you remember what we were doing, of our going through our rewrite of the original trilogy. And this week it is... The Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, Episode Five, considered by many to be the, the best, perfect. the perfect. So, how do you improve on perfection, or can? Ah, uh, you know, and see, this is the one I've, I've been giving a lot of thought to because I, you know, like I've. I've been racking my brain because a lot of the a lot of the issues that we have going forward from like Empire Strikes Back throughout the rest of the uh, uh, the rest of the trilogy and into the sequel trilogy, a lot of those things can be repaired or fixed because mm-hmm. of acknowledging plot holes that were generated because of the prequels. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since that, um, since that, uh, it was pretty much what we covered last week. I don't know how many plot holes. I'm there are a few plot holes that I've got in my head that I'm like, this is something that, that needs to be addressed. But I, you know, yeah. I only have like one or two. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think the biggest issue for me is 
timing. The time is the is how time how time works, because there's no indication of like how long was Luke on Dagobah, how long was the Falcon, you know, how long you know from the time that it uh, escaped from the Star Destroyer from the where they escaped Hoth to when they hit uh, Bespin and Cloud City. You know, there's no indication of how much time passed. It seems right. like it was just like instantly. So, I mean. I don't know how you would do that. You know, even if it's just like a title card that says, you know, two months later, you know, three weeks later, whatever. So you actually have some indication because it seems like Luke was just there for a few days and then, oh, I trained all I need to be to be a Jedi. All right, I'm out of here. Bye. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, the timing does seem really weird because, like, I mean, the movie lasts for two and a half hours, roughly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in that time, you guess, I mean, most of the time in movies, things happen in the course of just a few days. Yeah. That's typically the time frame that we're looking at. Very rarely do you see anything going on longer than that. Um, and the the scope of time in the Star Wars universe tends to just kind of, it kind of lapses. I mean, we're not sure how long things play yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, I think you get you get a good sense of like in A New Hope that everything yeah. takes place within at least with, a few a few days. Yeah, within a few days, maybe a week tops. Yeah. And same thing with with well, Jedi's a little different, but it's still you get a sense that everything happens very very quickly. Yes. Like they go they go to Tatooine, they rescue Han, and then within a couple of days they're at the fleet ready to um do the attack on the forest moon. Right. Yeah. And, and that's where things kind of get a little wonky with empire, because like you said, uh, you know, Luke is on Dagobah and he could be there for days. He could be there for weeks. He could be there for months. Meanwhile, yeah. you've got Han, Leia and Chewie and, and C-3PO on the run from the empire. Yeah. And we have to remember that when, when they're going to Bespin, when they decide to go to Bespin, they're doing it, on sublight speed. Yeah. They're not that going. Takes, yeah. That takes a so, long time. That, yeah. Yeah. So we don't know like how far away were they from when they, you know, left. Yeah, Are you looking I, at your map? I'm, I'm looking at, cause I've got charts in here in, in my, uh, it, where is it? I think that's it. I think that's it. I think I finally found the page I was looking for. Yeah, because um, I, I had something in the book that charted, like, hyperspace travel. And I think it was something like, because if, if, let's just say Hoth to Dagobah. Mm -hmm. um, it was something like two days, something like that. Yeah. So, 
I know there's a reference chart here for it, and um, I know we're eating up a ton of time. But yeah, it's like something like two or three days uh, going from from Hoth to Dagobah, because both planets are in the outer rim, and the outer rim is really, really spread out. Yeah. So, um, and so, and, but then the, the, it seems like they spend several days or weeks on on Bespin in Cloud City because, I mean, you know, at some point Leia's clothing changes. Han's not so much. I mean, it's like he wears the same pair of pants and shirt the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a this idea that I mean, some time has passed. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a good place to to focus in on because. Yeah, that is definitely one of those things that needs to be addressed or at least tweaked to yeah. some extent so we get a better picture on it. Yeah. My my one of the things that I thought of and it just popped into my head uh, a couple of days ago as I've been planning for this episode was the relationship with ha- with uh, Lando and Han. Mm. Because going off of off of, you know, everything that we see from Empire Strikes Back, you know, we get the sense that yeah, they're friends, but it's kind of a strained relationship. Yeah, for a lot of reasons, but Lando seems to have put the past behind him. He's very excited to see Han and Leia, although a lot of that could just be the showmanship that he had because he was already under the gun from from Vader. Yeah, uh, wanting them to feel as welcome as possible, so then just run off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he was very friendly. He was very conversational. Uh, he you know was trying to be as helpful as he possibly could. Up until the point where turns out he was a turncoat, yeah. but when we see Han and Lando at the end of Solo, I mean, yeah, there's like a begrudging respect that that Han has, or that that Lando has for Han because Han cheated him the same way he cheated Han at Sabak. But I mean, at the very end of the film, like after the whole adventure takes place, uh, and they they get rid of Dryden Voss, you know. Lando's response to Han was, I hate you. To yeah. which Han responded with, I know. Which is a nice mirror of him and Leia, but still it's it's yeah. You know, that that doesn't really set the tone for how things are going to play out in between the events of Solo and uh Empire. Empire. Yeah. Yeah. That is very that, that is you know, it's almost like you you would, and maybe if if they ever decide to do the Lando series or the Lando movie or whatever they're going to do with with Lando, you know, maybe that would answer questions of what how you know if there was any interaction between Han and Lando between the Lando, I mean the the Han Solo movie and Empire Strikes Back that right. would illuminate that relationship and you know how that. Kind of went, went yeah it, it would really it would really help cement some of the things that took place in between mm-hmm. so what's something else that you that you thought would uh be a great or a good example of something that needed to be tweaked in the uh i i'm i'm, I'm racking my brain um because there, I, there wasn't really a lot of. Because I know, like in A New Hope, you had several, yeah, a few scenes 
deleted scenes that were either added later on in the special edition, you know, when they did the special editions or never <laughs> made it in. I don't know if there was that many scenes that really would have made that big of a difference that were deleted. I know there's the scene of of um the uh the stormtroopers getting attacked by the by the wampa mm-hmm. um which was funny it was a funny scene you know Especially if you were... the fact that 3po thought of thought of it as a trap yeah ripping the ripping the uh the sign off I, like... I, I my favorite part of that scene was the other stormtrooper just like you see him to open the door the stormtrooper just gets pulled in the door closes the other stormtrooper like nope it just walks by like i saw nothing yeah um, um yeah that was a that was a pretty fun deleted scene but um, other than that there wasn't really a lot of you know maybe maybe something that would have shown some recognition between yoda and and r2 yeah you know that, even again, even if it's just like a wink and a nod yeah like you know where we as the you know we as the audience would get like oh they know know each other but you could still play it off the Luke being clueless that they knew each other. Um, yeah, because the because um, I'm looking it up and it says uh, there's a uh, on Cora. I did a search for how familiar was Yoda with R two D two. Um, and the Cora website says a decades long conspiracy. They did recognize each other, but both Yoda and R2D2 were smart enough to know that if they started catching up on the old days in front of Luke, that that, then that conversation would have gotten a bit awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I can, I can see that. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, where... But that's one of those things that's confirmed outside of canon. It's it's yeah, it's extra canonical. Yeah. Well, you can say the same thing with R2 and uh Obi-Wan. Yes. You know, that very much so. You, you know, they, they knew that they had to kind of keep things quiet, you know. Um and then there's that there's that there's a meme I've seen. It uses uh it uses a scene from the second season of Umbrella Academy where Two of the Umbrella Academy characters are passing each other in, in cars. Yeah, and they're looking at each other like, "What are you doing here?" And and like on the one, it's like it says Vader. The other one says R two. <laughs> like during the the Battle of Yavin, because they recognize each other as they're flying through. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be. Um, yeah, the uh, I, I think probably one of the one of the major things that I, I like just thinking about it now that I would want to see done differently with, with empire strikes back. And this, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more next week with return of the Jedi mm-hmm. is the space combat mm. because while it looks cool to see, uh, you know, ships going at it, you know, going face to face, you know, in front of a planet in the, in the distance, it's not realistic for the physics of actual space combat because like yeah. the fourth four dimensional space is, is that's not how things would work. I mean, yeah. you could fire a blaster bolt and 
all it takes is like one millimeter of adjustment and your target has completely moved off vector and your blaster bolt has gone completely yeah. off into the unknown expanses of space and it will never stop traveling. Yeah. You know, I think did um, franchise did space, space combat very, very well was the new, it was the, uh, the redo Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I thought they did the fact that you don't have any sound. Like when the shoe, when you see the ships in space, there's no sound. You're not hearing the pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Um, but I thought they did very, very well and still made it exciting. And, you know, because I think that's the fear that a lot of people think is that, well, you can't make, if you go by the pure physics of, you know, of, you know, real life physics in space, it's going to be boring because yeah. the ships aren't going to go very fast. They're just going to kind of float around and they want to see yeah. that high speed, you know, well, and, and, and I, and I get that, that Lucas was basing what we see off of like old world war two dogfighting films. Yeah. But you know, ship to ship combat like that wouldn't ever happen. Everything yeah. would be done at a distance. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the most, the most uh, realistic portrayal of, of space combat that I have seen in a film recently was in the 2000, was it 2013 um, rendition of uh, Ender's Game, mm -hmm. where um, where they actually like you've got this this fleet of of alien craft coming at the human fleet, but then Ender's ship has actually moved into position underneath them and they're not tracking it. And he just starts firing at them on because it's just basically for him. He's looking at a wall of, of vehicles and he's yeah. just obliterating them. Yeah. Um, so something like that, I think, would be really cool. Because, I mean, can you imagine how like just the dynamics of the camera work in those Dutch angles would be if they if they had uh, Star Destroyers pointed in one direction, but like the Rebel fleet pointed in a completely different direction? It would yeah. be so cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, what about what about you know m the idea of bringing more stuff in from like to set up what how they got on Hoth, you know, earlier stuff like from the um, what were the book? What was the book series that took place between? Um, with Prince Zizor and oh 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 uh, Shadows of the Empire Shadows of the Empire like at Shadows least of the Empire takes place though in between yeah the events of of Empire and Return and True. so that would I I would like that in fact like that right there would make for a great movie that yeah. they could release to theaters because there's the story's already there and they could hire new actors to play the the characters they could do it very well in fact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i i think it, it would be really cool because we've seen we've seen what they can do with the volume and doing practical effects and 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 practical set pieces let's make that happen oh yeah definitely yeah. unfortunately you know that's been the the shadows of the empire has been considered uh decanonized because of disney so it may not but it was still a really fun story to to tell because mm -hmm. it explain it does explain 
how they go from the the end of Empire Strikes Back to the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Hmm. So it t- I thought it took place between uh, New Hope and no. Oh, it takes place no, between there, there Empire is, and I Jedi. Think there are some stories that do take place in between that. Like some of the Marvel books lately have been doing that. Yeah. Um, but the the uh, the Dark Horse books, the only one that does anything in between films was Shadows of the Empire. Okay. And it was done as a as part of a, a larger mass marketing campaign because they released it with the with the novelization, with the video game, with the toy line, and it was one of those things that just it it was several different product points all being done to license in between the events of or in you know like leading up to or just before the the release of the uh, special editions. Okay. And the re-release of theaters. Yeah. Um, what about the acknowledgement? Because I know this is it's become kind of a meme of the scene where Obi-Wan tells Luke to go to Dagobah and to learn from the Jedi Master who trained him. And you see or you see Qui-Gon go kind of go that look like, really? <laughs> um, an acknowledgement of uh you know, at least some uh, some sort of acknowledgement of Qui-Gon. Yeah, that would have been that was nice. always that's always weird. Is you know when Qui Gon shows up, you're like, oh Liam Neeson, and you're like, wait a minute, I thought Yoda trained him. <laughs> I thought Yoda trained him, <laughs> and you know, I know he could say, well, from a certain point of view, all the younglings were trained by Master by Master. Um, yeah, no, Master that's Yoda. not how that works. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, it's like really, really, really. If there's a master and apprentice, that that's not how that works. That's just that's uh, that is yeah. just uh George Lucas retconning because he wasn't paying attention to his own story. <laughs> Have you seen any of the um the uh the YouTube shorts with the uh um supposed to be like uh Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and Anakin all watching scenes from like either scenes from the movies <laughs> and they're <laughs> faked? Yeah. I the only yes. one that looks. The only, I tell you, my wife is is convinced that that is actually uh, uh, not Liam Neeson, but that is actually uh, Obi Wan. Oh, you and McGregor. Because he said he said uh, Anakin looks way off. Like Anakin does not look yeah. anything like Aiden Christensen. Uh, but Obi Wan is just the, oh, just no. Liam Neeson sitting there as the Force goes eating popcorn is hilarious. Yeah, those are they're pretty good. They're oh, pretty yeah. Nice. yeah. Um but yeah, I, I like that. Again, it's it's kind of like the last one. We're we're a lot of times we're now we're just seems like we're nitpicking. We're just finding tiny little things that Yeah, things that we would like to have seen done better or you know, or just, provide yeah. a little bit more context. Contact. And, yeah. And from and again, this goes back to the idea that it's it's really kind of hard. I mean, the, the movie is very rarely do you have sequels that outdo the uh, the original. Yeah, the original. And when that happens, um, it, it becomes kind of an, an interesting. Uh, it becomes kind of an interesting uh, concept. So, like this yeah. this idea that we're trying to fix or correct things from probably one of the most perfect uh, sequels of all time. I'm yeah, like, like I'm, I'm surprised we haven't already started getting like uh, you know a hundred angry written letters 
from fans going, Hey, quit messing with perfection. And it's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, this is what we, this is our job. This is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, a very low paying job. That's uh, anyway. Um, they don't need to know that John. Let um, them think that we're, let them, let them think that we're, uh, that we're making it big. That's right. We are. I mean, we are. I mean, I mean, look, look at this. I mean, obviously, oh, wait, we're, we're audio podcast. Yeah, can't they can't see. actually see us. Uh, just trust me. I'm in a palatial recording studio right now. Yes. It is by no means a laundry room slash wife's office. I am so totally not sitting in an office with, you know, that's basically sharing wall space with my laundry room at all. No, 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 no. no, no. We, we're 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 bank. We're making bank here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally drive a Bugatti. Dollar, dollar. <laughs> anyway, um, I you know what? I think that I think that's about wrapping it up for us. That that will yes. Uh, we will be next week. Of course, we will finish this little, um, little uh foray into the uh, re into redoing the uh, the original trilogy uh, with of course my personal favorite movie uh, Return of the Jedi um, I think that's going to be a fun one because I can see some things that could change in Return even though I love Return yes uh, definitely there are some things that we could we could make changes to um, for those out here in America, of course, a happy Thanksgiving um, out there. Um, For those of you in Canada, sorry, we're a month late. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you in the UK, happy Thursday. Happy Festivus. <laughs> a Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Uh, so as we're wrapping up, uh, you guys can find me on, on social media on X and Instagram at GKJ underscore publishing, where I talk about my books, the archives of the sink ran. There's five books in that series. Um, I also talk about my show, the right way, which is on YouTube, which you can find me there at YouTube, uh, at GKJ publishing, no underscore there. Um, and on that show, we talk, um, book recommendations, author interviews, creative writing tips. Our creative writing tips this season are focused on writing poetry. And I'll have a brand new episode com uh, coming out on December 2nd. Um, looking forward to that. It's going to be a nice little winter preview. All right. As for us right here, if you want to get a hold of us, the best way to do that is through our email. Uh, that is warthestars1 at gmail.com. Uh, all other uh, that's also our, our X handle. Um, all other social media can be found under War of the Stars. Um, if you want to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. Um, that is about it. Oh, of course, you can hear us wherever fine podcasts are heard. Just go to Geek News Now. That is the official home of War of the Stars. We are on Spotify. We are on Podbean. Podbean. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on pretty much everywhere. Just look up uh, Geek News Now and you should be able to find us. Yep. There. Um, we're, we're everywhere. That will, that will about do it. Oh, 
We're everywhere. Yes, we are. Uh, that will about do it for us this week. Remember, this is not just my Star Wars. This is not just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you. It's a trap.